Welcome everybody to another episode of Freedom Thoughts. I'm Phil. It's Q. It's Ty. Man, we got a guest here today, man. Uh, we're going to call him the jack of all trades, for lack of a better term right now. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Reese. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. How's everybody doing? My name is Maurice. Um, I own the Credit Restore Station and a couple other businesses. Uh, excited to be here with you, brothers. Pick y'all brains. Y'all pick my brain. So let's get into it. Let's go crazy, man. Go ahead, Cello. For sure, y'all. We're going to get into it today, man. As y'all mentioned to it, uh, if you guys watching us on the YouTube channel, you could definitely see his uh, logo with his uh, backdrop back there. So we're going to get into the first first thing first. We're going to get into the credit restoration. Tell us a little about that, please, Maurice. Okay, yeah, the credit restore station. So um, just a quick little testimony about myself. Um, uh, just like many of I'll say people of color. Uh, we didn't know nothing about credit. Our parents didn't know nothing about credit and their parents didn't know nothing about credit. So it's just this system, you know? So I remember getting married and trying to get an apartment for my wife and uh, nobody would, nobody would rent to me. And then I happened to know this lady that managed a complex and she ran my credit and said, you won't get approved for a piece of bubble gum with credit like this. And I didn't understand the importance of it. Um, but from that day forward, I, we, she rented to us an apartment. It was 119th, um, right off Michigan, Barrick Properties. It wasn't the best area. My kids never went outside. We let them go on the balcony from time to time. But as a man, I wanted better for them. And, you know, I just I just didn't sit right with me. So I started looking into credit, getting an understanding, started doing a lot of online disputes. I had 27 collections and three judgments on my credit when I started. And I was able to, out of those 27 collections, just through this simple online dispute process back then, I was able to remove 20. And after about a year, year and a half, I purchased a five-bedroom, three-bath house in Country Club Hills for my wife and kids, big backyard. And man, I felt huge as a man. So once I did that, um, the feeling it made me feel to buy my first house, something everybody has a goal of buying a home, but a lot of them don't believe they'll actually achieve that goal. So it made me feel so good to actually achieve that goal. I wanted others to experience the same thing. So I started doing people's credit for free at the time and helping them get into a homes and created a partnership with my loan officer, which eventually birthed the credit restore station. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, so how, how long have you been at it? Uh, I started, I was 2007, and I probably got serious on my credit about mid-2008, going into 2009, and I purchased my first home 2010. Uh, I just actually purchased my second home August... 19th had to upgrade so now i'm in valparaiso indiana uh same loan officer you know we're still working together still doing business um, so yeah that's what's up man uh once a little bit i had some uh issues like with my credit i found out how credit, important credit was man like you know when you first get out of college and them loans and shit i'm like man screw that and then uh <laughs> it kind of jagged me for a while when i you know start venturing off and trying to do exactly what you said like uh, get properties and things of that nature. So, man, I, I, I built my credit up pretty much after, after that. You know, once I, it took me uh, experience to learn about the credit. Like, I mean, I'm not no expert or nothing like that, but uh, it took me 
little lessons to learn about how important your credit is and shit. it'll do it to you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You definitely need it, especially in today's society, even with starting right. businesses, man. You know, yeah, for sure. that good sure. credit could take you so far with um, even building, starting off and building your business credit. You know, sometimes you got to be put on as a personal guarantor. Yeah. And, uh, you got to depend on yourself for a little while. Um, so, yeah, that good credit is so important. Hey, Reese, early on, you know, in the introduction, my cousin, uh, Chell, he said you're a jack of all trades. <clears throat> Let's, you know, dive a little bit into that, man. What, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, before you do that, is are there any tips that you can give us as well as the people? You know, nothing too deep. You know, as as yeah. far as some do's and don'ts of credit. You know, so oh. you know some little mild tips that you can you know help people with. No doubt, no doubt. So first off. You should never have to pay for credit reports, <laughs> you know. Um, I know people say annualcreditreport.com and all that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which they are giving a lot of free reports right now due to the pandemic. But I never pay for credit reports. I use Experian.com. And I'll just give you all this tip because you, you definitely want to know what's on your credit. You know, you can't fix a problem if you don't know what the problem is. So you got to start there. If you sign up for Experian.com, the free account, I've been doing this for years now. You got the free account. They're going to give you access to your Experian report for free every day with updates. If there's any changes from day to day, you got access to them. Now, what you do, you do this once a month. They're going to offer you a free trial upgrade. You upgrade it. They're going to instantly show you all three reports and all three FICO scores. Once you review it, go to the account settings, manage membership, and switch your membership back to free basic. Now, you got access to this free report forever now, but in 30 days, they're going to give you that option again to free upgrade. I've been doing it for years. I never paid for credit reports. <laughs> so that's the first tip on accessing that's, your credit that's report. Tip too. <laughs> it's so important. You don't want to have to pay for it. Oh, Paul, I'm a dumb summer. I was paying for an experience membership for like a year up until like, uh, last November, man, craziest thing that's pissed me off. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, cancel that, man. Cancel that upgrade yeah. once a month. Yeah. Um, another tip, uh, I'll just say keeping credit card balances down. You know, a lot of people get into the uh rat race with them credit cards and get the credit card. It's so easy to swipe that thing anywhere before you know it, it's, it's close to maxed out, and um, it's easier to use than it is to pay off, <laughs> you know. So once that thing is maxed out, your credit usage is up, your score drops. The higher that usage is, the more points you lose. The lower that usage is, the more points you gain. Um, so just keeping that in mind, because uh, most clients I look at, first thing before I look at any other accounts, I check for open credit card account and what's their usage, because that's what they need to start working on ASAP. That's half the battle. Um, the next right. thing is you want to do everything in your power to not get a late payment. A new late payment will haunt you for a long time. And when it first hits your credit, it can drop your score anywhere between, I'm going to say 30, but on average about 50 to 75 points just for oh. one late payment. Late payment man. And they're not uh, easy to remove. Not easy to remove uh, at all. Hey, so, I got a question. Because yes, you um, kind of, uh, what's, what's, you know, the myth of, when you pay off a loan, um, a loan, whether it's a car loan or any type of loan, and that matter, paying it off, people, most people think I was one of them at a point until you know I start talking to you. But most people think when you pay off a loan, your credit automatically gonna shoot up. 
Now, those installment loans, so what's going to happen once you pay that loan off? Your account is going to close. <laughs> so anytime an account closes, you're going to take a drop. It may not be a huge drop, but in some instances it can be. I had a client who was encouraged by his loan officer to pay off his car. And, I, you know, he didn't he didn't talk to me about this. I'm working on his credit. Loan officer advised him this. And he did. And his score dropped. So it delayed him closing on his property because of that. Uh, we had to add a trade line to help boost his score. So, yeah, you don't want to do that. He had two, three more payments left. You should have drugged them payments out till after you close. So, yeah, you don't you, you don't want to do that in, in most instances. Now, if you're if you're stuck with, uh, let's say, those starter cards, you know what the starter cards are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First permit, credit one bank, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. all of those uh, with the with the annual fees, um, no real perks. So I, I'm not coming against those cards because I actually had a first premiere that really helped me get a start. So some people need those, um, but once you no longer need them, <laughs> you know, and your credit is solid, man, let them things go because they they really don't have no benefit. You know, um, they just take your money from you. I don't even use mine anymore, and I still haven't closed it yet. But I'm yet paying an annual fee on this card that I've had forever. <laughs> you know, so it's actually taking money from me and not really benefiting me. I'm a big Amex fan now. Amex got the rewards, so yes, that's that's where it's at. Yeah. Double platinum, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and I'll tell you, uh, for small businesses, Amex gives out business um, credit cards to small businesses. Pretty easy, that's pretty insane. easy. So, um, nice. you got a small business, and they don't and they don't report on your personal credit, so yeah. they're good to go with for your small businesses. Yeah, a- Amex showed me a lot right. of love. A lot of love, huh? Yeah, Navy Federal, too. If you want to get some real love, go check out Navy Federal. All right, Ask so- them for a credit card. They'll slap you 25 in a minute. What's up? Yeah, so, yeah, don't close them accounts. Man, we appreciate the tip. So, so everybody out there, y'all know, thirsty, he, what do you want to talk about? We we finna go on, kick it to you, so he look at his face. Look, go ahead. Go ahead and introduce it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to tackle all avenues, man. All avenues, man. All avenues, man. All avenues, man. I'm just trying to get to the meat. I'm trying to get to the meat. And as my man say, throw away the ball. You get what I'm saying? That's it. That's so it. I'm just, go ahead, Maurice, man. What, what else you got going on out here? Uh, so I've done a lot of things. Um, I, I used to do phone repair, you know, um, it started very young. I used to sell phones. Now I'm talking about when cell phones first start coming out. I'm talking about those those old gray Motorola's with the analog screens. Yeah. Yeah. I used to sell those, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so it started from way back when, cutting grass from door to door and all that. So um, as I got older, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, just interested in always trying to do stuff and always trying to make an extra dollar. Um, but full swing up until, you know, um, I'm an adult, I started utilizing those things. And I look at everything as, is there an opportunity to make money out of it? Um, I look, I think everybody should look at any gifts, talents, or skills you have and see the, look to see if there's any potential for you to create a new stream of of revenue with that. Um, And not be be afraid of failing, but we could talk about that later because that fear handicaps a lot of our people um, from, from, Man, it's just tapping into what could potentially be gold mines. But yeah, yeah, so I did the phone repair. Um, I have Speedy Reese Landscaping. 
That's my, my landscaping company. Now, my landscaping company took off. Our first year of lawn care, you would have think we were in business for about five to 10 years because, you know, God blessed us to be able to buy all the equipment, the trucks, enclosed trailers. We had the rider mowers, um, augers, all of this stuff. And it's like, y'all just starting off. Um, God blessed us with a contract with uh, the city of Country Club Hills where we were doing vacant. We were doing about 70 vacant houses a week, <laughs> just cutting the grass. Oh, wow. nice. uh, we were doing snow removal for the seniors out there. Um, I suffered an injury, hurt, I got three herniated discs uh, from uh, former job, Aldi Foods. Um, and I had to let go of the lawn care aspect of Speedy's landscaping. So I end up selling all the equipment, you know. Um, I, my, my vision was to get a nice worker in there to kind of run it. I had a bad experience with that. You know, it's easy to find workers, but it's hard to find good workers, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, just couldn't appreciate what I was trying to do. So stole a lot of money from the business with the fake checks, you know, and all that. So we ended up letting all that go. And I still do snow removal. So Speedy Reese Landscaping is still an active LLC, but we just focus on the snow removal part. I have great business credit built up under that. That's why I'm not going to let it go. Um, Let's see what else. My cheesecake line—that's another big one. Um, I've been making cheesecakes. Cheesecake. Look at dude. Calm down, Charles. <laughs> Maurice's signature cheesecakes. I've been <laughs> making cheesecakes since about '99, and um, I, I only made them for like family functions. And then um, I don't know if you all know uh, Monique Rodriguez. She um, created Maya Organics, the um, organic hair care. Huge. Her products are known for a hundred thousand stores across the U.S. Well, anyway. Um, a friend of mine went to um, her house for an event and she brought a few of those and everybody there was tasting the cheesecakes and made a video and it just took off and everybody wanted to taste these cheesecakes because before that I never thought about actually selling them and since then it's just it just kind of grew and we came out with new flavors and uh, now we're in the process of opening a cheesecake coffee shop so we're scouting out the land trying to find an ideal location because to really produce these on the level we want to produce them and put them into the stores, um, they have to be created in a commercial kitchen, of course, yeah, um, because you're dealing with dairy. Um, so that's the vision and that's the goal that we're currently working on. Um, but yeah, yeah. Are you going for mass production on the cheesecakes or you want to go local? I, I want to go mass production. Um, yeah. I'm willing to start either way. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been talking to a few people. And uh, one guy suggested, he helped start commercial kitchens. And he suggested to go with the industry, purchase an industrial site and just produce them. He said, because you can always set that up to still be able to do like Uber Eats and DoorDash yeah. where they, you know, pick up. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that because I don't want to be slinging cheesecakes out the trunk. I mean, on Thanksgiving, we did 80 <laughs> cheesecakes and I'm pulling up, popping the trunk, you know. So, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I seen it in action. So, <laughs> So everybody, this is what dude over here was smiling and trying to cut. Man, my look, bro, I'm gonna this, tell you this, bro. This is what this is what I'm talking about. I'm a witness. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, he said I was fanboying about it. I'm gonna do it again. My no. man got some wonderful tasting cheesecakes. Pause. I gotta do that for, for time. You man, get what you I'm saying? I just I can't I just can't. It, it's it's a dude. It, it just, I can't really explain, like, you know how we known for the Cheesecake Factory here in Chicago? Hold on, y'all. 
You ain't even gotta explain it. Everybody looking at your face, man. You ain't even That's gotta fine. explain it. That's fine. If my expressions describe how good these cheesecakes taste, that I'm all right with that. It, it is the drug of choice. I will tell y'all. That's my right. choice. My, you couldn't even let my man finish his credit talk because you were Cause, man, like, I can't just wrong. let him talk about that without no, me putting no. my opinion on that. I mean, you let him sit. Like, man, we, we was going to get that, man. You was, you was <laughs> like, right. We was going to get there. Like, we, you know, the, we done got an express lane because this is my wanted to talk about. Forget, the, forget what these brothers talking about, Reese. If hey, you ever, if, he, he gave well, you I know you gonna do it. Display you on the screen, but you mad, once you get him in mass production, I know Chicago known as for, for the Cheesecake Factory. You're gonna wipe that out the park. I already know. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've heard nothing but great reviews about him consistently. And um, my strawberry cheesecake, that's one that uh, Q's a big fan of. That's the one I started making most of my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, it has been, uh, <laughs> it has dropped from first place to second place because the banana pudding cheesecake is the reigning champion. Everyone, that cheesecake is so good, I'm gonna tell you. Um, my, my client base is predominantly. Uh, African-American, of course. Um, South suburbs, Illinois, that's where most of the clients come from. Um, I, I had a, a white guy wanted to try these cheesecakes with his family. He took a strawberry and a banana pudding. And I was waiting on his feedback because, you know, I don't really hear many white people talking about even, even just regular banana pudding, you know. So he came back to me, was like, man, that strawberry cheesecake was amazing. The presentation, everything was great. But that banana nilla, that's what he called it, the banana nilla. He said, that banana nilla got <laughs> something special. He said, you got something special there. And that's been that's been the consistent feedback about that banana pudding cheesecake is it's something special. Right. So it has such a unique taste to it. And every all the ingredients just mesh together so well. Uh, we're going to have to uh, get you brothers to partake in it. <laughs> so right. you are. Definitely. So I, I, so, hey, I, I was about for... to hand at that. Like, yeah, man, we're going to have to uh, try those yeah. out. We got to set that up. So, Maurice, I got one more one question for you right now. With that being so, said, so if somebody was to reach out about a cheesecake, what's the uh, turnaround time for? So, I moved to Valparaiso, Indiana. When I was in uh, Illinois, it was no problem to knock a cheesecake out. Um, but, of course, commuting for one cheesecake isn't ideal. Um, so, of course, we do them for the holidays with no problem, um, special events, things like that. Uh, what we're trying to do consistently for now is have a set suburb, I mean, a set Illinois delivery date where one day a week we come out, we'll take orders throughout the week and deliver them in Illinois one day a week. So that's what we're trying to set up a consistent system like that. But um, I've been a little yeah. occupied with really trying to um, secure, secure locations and uh, funding and all that other stuff. So that's where I'm at really right now with it is because I know what the product can do. So right. like, I, I ain't really worried about the product anymore. I'm just worried about location. Right. So. Yeah. And that's a good idea to get the, uh, like, take the orders and make you one delivery date. Yeah. yeah. To Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if it does well, you know, if I can get an industrial site to produce them, then open up a cheesecake coffee shop, I would do the cheesecake coffee shop in Illinois, but the industrial yeah. site in Indiana. All right. We're going to say, we're going to say when, no more ifs. We there we go. Oh, man. There we go. Right, right. Like this brother here. When you that's open, it. when you start, we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah, but cheesecakes, that's a, that's something that's big on my list. I was um, I was a youth pastor for a few years. And then uh, after doing that for about, early, about a year and a half, they promoted me to an assistant pastor. So I was assistant pastoring for about six years. Yeah. Um, 
I'm no longer uh, pastoring, you know, as far as in that space, as far as in the physical church, but I'm licensed internationally with United Christian Faith Ministries, because in my eyes, ministry is bigger, is beyond the four walls. Um, ministry is, I agree. Uh, ministry is, is, is this relationship building, you know what I'm saying? Ministry ain't, ain't about just uh, cramming Jesus down a person's throat and just talking about church and looking deep and all that. Ministry is, man, uh, showing love towards one another, being there for one another in your time of need, you know, building relationships, um, looking out for the, for those that's less fortunate. You know, a lot of things that ain't happening in the four walls of the church. <laughs> so, man, so right. I, I don't, I ain't coming against the church. The church has been great for me, but I just know it's so much more the church can do if they um, come outside the four walls. So yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at mentally with Next. it. So I am licensed. I still do uh, premarital counseling for people when they need it. Uh, I do weddings, funerals to assist families that need it, things like that. And just being there. So. Yeah, man, that, that, that's cool. Solid. I appreciate that. That's uh, some of the philosophy I had about, you know, and some of the things I had about the church. But one thing I want to say, man, excuse uh, uh, the the environment that you in because you got two ignorant people. You know, I ain't the ignorant. The other two people ignorant, and the, and the way they talk is just so ignorant. So excuse their mouths and their language in, with your presence on here. <laughs> wait, let me, let, can I wait. Say so, so do you or don't you curse? I don't curse. I don't curse. But but let me say something. You know, um, I, I encourage people to be themselves. You know, I don't. One thing I don't like is for. I'll be around a person and they be just regular, you know, which is cool. And as soon as they find out I'm a minister, they hold turn. Oh, oh. Sir, how art thou? And they're like, no, <laughs> no, I ain't got, I, I ain't nothing I can do. You know, it's like, I just feel like that's another issue with the church, not to go all into the church. A lot of pastors and ministers, especially young ministers, they're trying to be what they what TV and what society has told them a pastor is and try to sound like what they think, but that ain't pastoring. You know what I'm saying? Jesus wasn't walking around talking like that. He was talking like his regular self. Like, let me get one more example. When Jesus called, saw Peter and he said, Peter, uh, Peter was a fisherman. So that's what he specialized in fishing, right? right? He said, follow me and I'm gonna make you a fisher of men. So basically what he says, I ain't gonna change who you are. But I'm going to use you just as you are. But you got to still be Peter the Fisherman. Right. I don't need you to start acting like T.D. Jakes. You know right, 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 so right. That's the thing I think a lot of people lose because right. if you just be yourself, you can reach a lot of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot more people because totally you're agree. approachable. You're approachable, you know? You try to change, but that's his top layer, man. You was who you was before you got here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Hey, with that being said, damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it> is. <laughs> nice. Uh, man, uh, another question I have, man. I don't mean to keep bombarding you. So, are you good? Yeah, I, you know what it what it is. You know it's winter time right now, man. Are, are you taking on new clients for the um, snow removal service? So, snow removal. I had I gave up a lot of clients. All my suburban. South suburban Illinois clients, I gave them all up. I, I had actually a mentor for the last three years that was really kind of guiding me. And um, he had some slots, so I handed them over to him um, because I'm already in Valpo, Valparaiso, Indiana. It wouldn't make sense for me to commute all the way out there, you know, right. for, the, for these clients. So I just prefer to build a new client base out here. 
So yeah. this year I've been working with this guy. He has a construction company. And, um, you know, the last few years, the snowstorms wasn't that good. So he lost a lot of his drivers, his mechanics and things. So he's building back up. Met him two years ago. We connected on some things. So he called me and asked me, you know, if I could help him out. So this year I've just been been helping him out to, um, to handle some of his sites because he has a lot of sites. I mean, a lot. So sure, I got that's good relationship building. Yes, yeah, it, man. It's nice to be nice, man. You never know who you yeah, talking absolutely. to. Absolutely. Hey, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, slide him one of them cheesecakes too. It's gonna seal a deal, yeah. <laughs> <Better know it. laughs> I got a peach cobbler cheesecake too. <laughs> go, go, go seal a deal, man. And uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> other thing, far as the uh, credit slots, man. How can uh, how can how can how can the people reach out to you? How can they link with you? Uh, throw some info out there for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Facebook is easy to find me. Um, just the Credit Restore Station. Uh, my Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash credit rehabilitation. I'm sure if you search credit rehabilitation, I use that hashtag so much, I'll pop right up or just search the Credit Restore Station. I'm on all the social media sites, TikTok, Instagram, um, or just search Maurice Holmes. You can connect with me via my personal page and, and get to all my pages as well. I do have a website as well, www.thecreditrestorestation. I don't really use it because statistics have shown more people uh, search social media than actual websites and they visit social media more than actual websites. So yeah, I have one physically, but I do more promotion on the social media sites than anything. Well, that's it, man. You ain't got nothing else going on? Um, man. I know you got, a, good, you got a, a, a particular season coming up, right? Oh yeah, that's, there you go. This man, he know, he know all my jobs more than I know, man. My man, I appreciate it. <laughs> Speedy these taxes. That's another one. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I, I, I appreciate the love, man. I just, I'm just happy to see you succeed in the things that you told me that you was going to do when you're doing it, bro. My man, I appreciate it. And I want to share something on that, too. Speedy Reese Taxes. Uh, that's my other business, is tax business. Um, last year was my first year registered with the IRS as an actual uh, tax preparer. So I was excited about that. Um, I'm still building my um, my education in taxes. I've been doing them since 2006, basic tax returns, Schedule Cs, you know, um, basic business tax returns. Um, nothing too in-depth. But um, okay. yeah, I want to take some classes to really enhance that so I can man, hopefully open up a Speedy Reese tax location, you know? So oh, yeah, that's right. what's up. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's another thing. But just as if I could just throw a, a, a piece of encouragement out there, you know, for the people. Um, I went full time for myself. I left Aldi's. I was at Aldi Foods for 14 years as a store manager, and I was juggling doing Aldi Foods as well as my, my side businesses, or as they call them, your, your hustle. Right. And I read something one day that said, let your nine to five fund your hustle until your hustle becomes your nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, uh, that just kind of hit my spirit. And I had been leaving Aldi's for the last three years to pursue my dreams. And I kept pulling the goalposts back, kept pulling it back. And I read something, it was, this, it was a meme. And it, uh, the worker was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so, that's a nice car. And the guy was like, Keep working hard, showing up, putting those hours in. I'll buy me another one next year. So that, that <laughs> pierced me. That alone pierced me like, ah. Then I read something else that said, build your own dreams or someone will pay you to build theirs. I'm like, ah, you know, so I knew God was speaking to me. And right. then the most encouraging story for me that really made me feel like I had to do this 
was there was a guy, he worked at a factory, um, nine to five, married, but he had this dream of starting this little mom and pop shop, just a little storefront. He talked to his wife about it and she like, I don't know, because you taking away our for show money for maybe money, you know what I'm saying? Um, so because she married to him and she said, I believe in you, I'm going to ride with you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to trust you. So if you feel it in your heart to do it, let's do it. He left his job in working his nine to five and they opened up a little, his name was Mr. Albrecht. They opened up a little mom and pop shop called Albrecht Discounts. Today, Albrecht Discounts is Aldi Foods. So oh. the highlight to that story is Albrecht Discounts started as an idea. So when I think of the different ideas I have, like Aldi started as an idea. Amazon started as an idea. It's right. like, don't be scared to take a chance on your ideas because you could definitely be sitting on an Aldi. And my first LLC was with SR Financial Services. That was my first credit business. LLCs was $550. I'm sitting there like, man, if I purchase this and it don't work, I'm out of $550. And it's like, instantly God convicted me and said, that's the thinking you got to change. You know, and I did invest that 550 because what I was going to do with that 550 if I didn't invest, I was going to buy some Burger King, you know what I'm saying, flavor right. hot Cheetos or something. Blow it. I was going to blow it. So instead of looking at it as I'm investing in myself, we quick to look at it as, man, I'm going to be out of this. You know what I'm saying? So I did. I invested that money. SR Financial Services, I ended up dissolving it. It wasn't a failure. Um, I wasn't making no money with that credit business. You know, I was charging $59 a month and I was finishing up people in 30 days, 60 days. I was paying for the postage, so I wasn't profiting. Um, and all the time I was invested in it, my, I, my family, I had nothing to show them for all the time I was away. So I dissolved it. I started focusing more on youth pastoring. And then when I came back with it, all the experience from the first one told me what I needed to happen for the second one in order for it to be successful, right. which now it is. And in 2020, um, 2000, yeah, 2020, I haven't um, tallied up 2021 yet, but 2020, I, I made just about um, um, my Aldi salary. I nearly made my Aldi salary just doing credit. So I knew nice. if I was free from the 50 hours a week I was giving Aldi's and I can invest that into my businesses, mm -hmm. I could exceed that because right. I, didn't do no, I wasn't doing no marketing. Everything was referral based. So just imagine if I really got into uh, That's good. Yeah, man. So my advice to people is don't be scared to take a chance on your dreams. Get that LLC, take a chance, you know what I'm saying? And see where it can land you because you just may be sitting on it all. So, yeah, you right about that. That's, hey, that was that was a great story. Okay. Definitely knowledgeable about what you're speaking on. The information is is really hidden. It's, it's great information. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, and any of you all got LLCs yet? Yeah, I got one. Okay, okay. No, I don't. Yeah, so 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 I'm gonna give you a tip with those LLCs. You definitely wanna um, work on your business credit. My um my my paydex score on my uh, landscaping business is at, is at an 80, and they say that at 80 you can pretty much get approved for most things. Um, and then my NAV rating is all A's on the landscaping business. So what I did was I applied for a few credit cards. Amex gave me the platinum card. I got an Amex platinum in my regular name and an Amex Platinum under the business. Um, I got an Amex Blue Rewards, 8K. So if you get those and you get a merchant account, 
you get a merchant account and you can, let's say you had a $10,000 credit card. You can charge something for $10,000 to your merchant account. Now you have this $10,000 of credit sitting in your account as cash, you know, that you can use to either fund your business or whatever. And once you make it back, you can use that money to pay that loan off, which you want to do as quick as you possibly can, because by doing that, guess what? Now you request an increase. They probably going to double your increase. Yeah. You repeat the same thing. Now you're at a point with all these credit cards where you're not having to borrow from the bank to purchase real estate, right. you know, invest in your flips and all that other stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're able to use other people's money to take care of the things you need to take care of. So. Yeah, you're right. For sure, man. For sure. Smart moves. That's definitely it, man. So y'all heard it here, man. Credit Restoration Station. Maurice Holmes, man. Look into him, man. Of course, we here. Freedom Thoughts. Y'all can connect through us. If you get, can't find them, we, get, we can point you in that direction. Like he said, all social media platforms, go get at them. And definitely inbox or DM dude so he can give y'all some feedback on them cheesecakes with his... <laughs> <laughs> Do try to throw hey. a whole show. Y'all wouldn't know nothing about. Hey. Hey. I'm hey. I stand by him on that. I stand by him on his credit thing because he helped me out personally with some mm -hmm. situations and everything. And, you know, as far as the whole LLC thing, he helped me get some things off the ground. I appreciate that. So, I mean, just a good dude, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Giving I appreciate y'all having me, man. This, this, you spit this hot fire on him, man. You're a good, you're a good guy, buddy. But you tried to hijack our show over some cheesecake, oh. man. You hijacked us over some cheesecake, bro. Over some over your taste buds. These oh. people wouldn't have knew nothing about no business, no credit, no snow. They gonna know now? Yeah. They wouldn't they know now. All they was gonna know about how good the cheesecake was. All they was gonna know about cheesecake is you was Hey, hey, come on, let's get to man. Let my man let him let him let him get it out, man. Oh you man, you want to skip the whole look? We was in the 90s and he put the VH the uh VCR tape and fast forward it straight to the cheesecake. Straight to the cheesecake. Straight to the cheesecake. <laughs> man, that, that, hey, hey Reese, that's why I blow my $550 on. Oh, cheesecake. Oh <laughs> man, but yeah, people, yeah, people, man, we gonna continue it, man. And definitely, man, Reese is going. If he has the time, man, he go come back and be a reoccurring guest. Update us with well, probably more of the businesses that he got going on. And we uh, definitely Absolutely. coming up in the upcoming weeks, man. Me, Ty, and Q, we talked about this maybe amongst each other for about a year or so, year or so later about, man, introducing this this thing called, uh, like, the it, it, y'all know, we play game shows, the lightning round and shit like that. But uh, we going to introduce some... Uh, Freedom like, thoughts, like, like freedom thoughts. We gonna at, at the end of each show, man. We are gonna start breaking down with a uh, free session, and you know, let let, let us go off. Whether it's uh, me, Ty Q, Reese, one of the guests, whoever, man. We gonna we gonna let them people uh, shoot it off for the last. Yeah, whatever, weeks, whatever you know. on your chest. Just get whatever it off on your for, chest. You we know, gonna, a minute or two. Y'all see thoughts. that mic? That that cloud go is gonna explode through that mic, and you are gonna get it for like we don't know the exact time, five to ten minutes though, but it, it's coming though, y'all. So, as always, uh, we signing off today. I'm chill. It's Q. It's Tata MF and Goat. It's Q. See them thoughts, y'all. Until next time. See y'all. Freedom, freedom, freedom.